Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Magician Nelson Lugo. Hi, I'm nerdcore rapper Shafer the Dark Lord. We're best friends who hate each other's guts. And we co-host the Epic Podcast. A monthly show in which we discuss comic books, video games, television, movies, our debilitating emotional problems, and Batman. So much Batman. That's the Epic Podcast on the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Be safe, internets. Bye. Seriously, so much Batman. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Spandex makes me horny. Drag is the new spandex. What's going on, everybody? Pat Devere here, and it is time for Drag is the New Spandex. I am unfortunately not joined by Oral for this episode. However, I am glad to have Eric here. Hooray, it's me. It's a you, Eric. It's me. We are here to discuss Drag Race Season 12. engines. Are we going to disseminate it? We are going to disseminate from the very beginning of uh, this season. season 12. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are back with another round of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. It feels like just yesterday it was Season 11. Who won that one? I don't know. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that one? Have you seen that video of like it's uh, Juju B and Cyrus Sanchez, and the guy's like uh, has a lapel mic and he's holding it up to to them and he's like uh, Valentina, like getting like what do they think or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like Sasha Valor and Cyrus Sanchez is like which one's that one? <laughs> and Juju B's just like the fuck. It's like BB not knowing about Ornatia. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, they're going to meme you. <laughs> What's a meme? <laughs> you know, they put that picture in the words. A meme. <laughs> oh, okay. 
So all relevant to season twelve. <laughs> pretty much, yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, actually, yes. So we uh, did not get an all star season in between, Thank much God. to my shock. Because if you are in the know, you know that All Star Season Five was filmed before All Star Season uh, All Star Season Twelve. <laughs> before Soon. Drag Race, I mean, next oh. year it'll be here. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so you, <laughs> All Star Five was filmed before Drag Race Season Twelve, and when they, when we went through December without any announcements. And we went through January, and we got into it was the end of January that when they announced the cast, it had to yes. have been because yep. I was staying at the gardens. So this was right around the transition time out of my old house, out of the uh, the palatial Rosevere Estates. So when they announced the season twelve cast, I was like, "Wait a minute, this shouldn't be happening just yet." And I had an inkling, and I told anybody that would listen, something something hinky is going on with All Star season five. Which we have come to find out that it will be on Showtime. The good thing for you and I, though, so we don't have to get another premium channel or find um, less than legal ways to (laughs) watch it, is that apparently that will be on the Wild Presents Plus app the day after. Really? Yes. Because uh, like Thailand and the UK and all these other ones... I guess it, since it's not on the main channel, it doesn't have the same. Um, there's not the same streaming rights, right? Because Viacom isn't holding everything up. Yes. So, which I, I mean, I was like, why am I paying forty dollars if I can't watch the new season of Drag Race mm-hmm. when it's out? Uh, and then I realized, oh, no, Drag Race is on the Wild Presents Plus app at all for the main U.S. one. Right. So. At least now I will feel a little better that All Stars 5 will be on the app the day after. So I think it's going to be on Fridays again. So Saturday morning I'll be able to watch. Um, and then maybe we'll do you some can wake fun. up, pour a bowl of whatever cereal you like, and settle in for some Saturday morning drag queens. Right? I'm excited for it. But we did get a very, um, I felt very Dragula-inspired uh, runway walk when they announced the season 12 cast where it was hosted by Evie Oddly. It felt very... Oh, yeah. Isn't that warehouse? And I didn't exactly I mean, enjoy it. No, it wasn't great, but it was still better than Aquaria and Adam Rapon. <laughs> and that horrible lighting that they made the girls walk down the, the runway with. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite way to watch that in, in any way, shape, or form is on Willem's beatdown, <laughs> where it's on there, and she talks about. It. She's like, "Who who lit my sisters like this?" And then she had no clue who the voice was, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh dear God!" <laughs> and and just from that premiere, when Britta Filter first came, was it Britta first? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Britta came out first, not necessarily first in order, but she came out and it was like just Britta. I'm like, "Where's her last name?" I know, because two of my favorite and names. Then, and then Jan came out, and it's just Jan. <laughs> <laughs> now I think they're just referring to her as simply Jan. Um, yeah, two of my favorite names of the season had to be censored, in a sense, uh, because they are copyright names, and they don't want to cease and desist. <laughs> and I was so sad about that, because I do enjoy the fact that 
I like campy drag names. Right. Don't get me wrong. I love my queens that I'm friends with that are part of houses or part of, you know, like have, have history behind their names. But you you can't tell me that a good campy drag name is not is not fun. It's fun. <laughs> I was like, you can't tell me that it's not. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's go through the queens total, or we're just gonna break it down into the two premiere episodes. No, let's. Um, I don't want to really like dig in each episode and, and kind of um, dissect and disseminate okay. each one. <laughs> Um, if you do want that uh, discussion, dissection, and dissemination of each episode in detail, uh, I think Eric and I both would recommend the Our Race good Shades. friends over at... Deep friend of the pod. <laughs> Deep friend of the pod. Uh, Race Chaser with uh, Alaska and Willem Belli. Um, so I'm going to throw the names out at you, Eric, and I want to okay. hear your initial reaction to each of these queens, okay? Mm-hmm. And these are in alphabetical order. It's not an order of uh, of preference for me or anything of that nature. Let's start with, uh, from Georgia, Aiden Zane and her wig. That one wig. <laughs> she wears multiple in this newest episode. Um, I think I... only two. I think two of them are the same wig. I think her le- the League of Our Own one and the other one are the same wig. She wore a blonde wig in the second uh, look. I know, but I think the first and the third look were in the same wig. Oh, were they? Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, I like the idea of Aiden better than <laughs> actually seeing her on the show. Because like, when she was doing the Meet the Queens and all that, I thought, oh, she's kind of neat. She's kind of... a. Uh, not going for full-on spooky, but still kind of has more of an edge to her. Um, but what I've seen of her on the show, I'm just like, eh. What do you think of the fact that she's never performed in an actual club or uh, bar or any type of drag establishment? I mean, at least Scaredy Cat had done drag once, or like performed once. Yeah. <laughs> And Soju at least had her uh, video series. <laughs> um, so I mean, I don't know how she got on the show. <laughs> honestly, where is casting finding these girls? Well, I mean, they don't go out anymore. That was know, only I for know. the first one or two. But I mean, but I mean, th- she I apparently mean, put I, it together a good tape. But I mean, I assume in the tapes they have to show them performing. Yeah, something. But you don't have to be performing in a club. Yeah, you'd be performing in your backyard. Which is probably where she was. <laughs> she, a lot of them like to um, do their videos and do the like the runway because uh, you have to do like a runway yeah. and a performance. They like to use um, alleys because it's you know a long mm-hmm. corridor that they're able to to walk. Um, so I, I have a feeling that that was more than likely where she probably did those scenes yeah. for her for her tape. I mean, I kind of like the way she paints her face. I like her eye makeup where it's a little more subtle but has it's a different shape. Yeah. Um I don't like her eyebrows, but that's just me. Mm. <laughs> I'm not in love with her. I I yeah. I don't think that she's bringing much to um much to the table right now. I didn't really I didn't really watch any of the Meet the Queen stuff. I really don't get invested until the show starts. Mm-hmm. Um even the queens that I was kind of looking forward to 
from the get-go, I was like, uh, I don't really watch much until the show starts because it's, I want to see what they do on the show versus who they are. Right. You know, and that's going to shine through no matter what because all of these things are edited mm-hmm. and including their Meet the Queens and all of these other little clips. Um, but so far really hasn't, hasn't done much for me. Uh, our first of the New York City girls, Britta, Miss Filter, if you're not legally obligated to uh, any type of production deal. What did you think of Britta? She was someone I wanted to like a lot and I thought was going to do amazing, but had just come in and I feel like it's kind of been middling, like as far as her performance through the challenges has kind of been middle of the road. And she talks a big game but I don't see her actually performing up to that standard. And I want to like her. I I like her look. I liked when she came in, uh, you know, her entrance look and everything. I thought that she looked cool. Um, I think when I saw the cast reveal, she was one of the three that I was drawn to. Yeah. Um, along with somebody else that we'll get to in just a minute that has made this a whole world of different for the season. Um, but yeah, I haven't really been thoroughly impressed with her in the show itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like her looks, although in her most recent, the most recent challenge, uh, I didn't understand how her final look was even a part of the, 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 the challenge. Like she missed the entire memo. And we'll get to that in a second. We'll we'll break down these yeah. first four episodes uh, momentarily. Uh, let's go down the list. The next one from Springfield, Missouri, Crystal Method. I like Crystal a lot. Um, the drag queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, no, I think she's kooky. Um. Just her, she just seems like a nice person, you know, and just just mellow. And but when she puts on everything, she kind of elevates her, or it seems like it would elevate her. Although in some of the challenges, she kind of been shrinking back. Um, and I don't have a problem with her makeup as much as Michelle does. I okay, so. I get that your look is your look. The I think the difference is that her lips are so large. Her eyes are so large that there isn't really room for any other emotion to show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people like to compare it to Trixie. Trixie's makeup really is only big around her eyes. She doesn't... So there's a lot of room for her mouth to express emotion. Um, and that, that gives her a whole different range of face, even though it's very much that same type of look with, you know, the the makeup stays roughly the same the entire time. Um, I don't mind her. I haven't really been able to, honestly, I was watching this most recent episode and when I saw her out of drag, I didn't realize it was her. She's made that much of an impression on me. I thought it was Jackie Cox. I mean, she hasn't got a lot of... Um, screen time yeah i know but i remember when she was like my mexican heritage i was like wait isn't jackie persian and i was like oh shit that's crystal <laughs> method never mind 
Uh, moving along to our first LA queen. Oh, oh yeah. LA. Two of them. From La La Land, Miss Gigi Good, or as I call her, Morgan McMichaels II. But, like, has staying power. <laughs> but it's actually too equal <laughs> <of> competition. <laughs> yes. I really enjoy Gigi a lot. And uh, when she first walked into the workroom, I did not think I was going to like her. Um, because she was just this young little self-proclaimed fashion look queen. I know. And she's only 21. and Which is crazy to me. Typically, I tend to gravitate towards the old, the more experienced queens. Them old bitches. <laughs> Better old br- broad brigade or whatever it was um, from season seven. Um, all the all the twenty six year olds, <laughs> the bitter <laughs> exactly. old lady brigade. <laughs> exactly. Um, Here's Ginger at twenty six. Here's Kennedy at twenty nine. <laughs> um, but Gigi seems to have a good attitude and has just been doing well all around whether it's um writing a verse in a song or acting it seems like she can do just about everything right now yeah i i didn't want to like her just from the cast reveal yeah just because i felt like looking at morgan mcmichaels with a much longer face Mm -hmm. um but she's she's impressed me on the show i'm actually kind of uh surprised by it uh it doesn't hurt that her mom is a costume designer for sure, <laughs> and and the fact that her mom um, supports her enough to make all her Absolutely. costumes for her—that's great. That that shows you a, a changing world out there when you're 21 and getting on the show, and your mom has been making your costumes for you. Yeah, and not having it look like uh, what normally our parents making our <laughs> costumes for a school play would look like. Uh, <laughs> next up is uh, RuPaul's favorite name. Come and see you from North Kakalaki. Uh, Heidi and Closet, which I had read somewhere, and I don't know if this is true or not. I'm going to uh, disseminate false information, possibly. The N stands for Nina. Why? Heidi Nina Closet. Oh. <laughs> Still so bad. That is the second favorite of how names changed, and I wish they had stayed. The first one for me, my top one will always be Miss Cracker. Her original drag name was Brianna. <laughs> Brianna Cracker. <laughs> and I wish it had not changed. <laughs> but we all know her as Miss Cracker now, so yeah. you know. And I love the fact that she is uh she is um uh, doing her review with the Jew for season twelve yes. as well. If you haven't been watching those, go watch them. Uh so yeah, so Heidi in Closet, what do you what were your thoughts on her? Um I didn't have strong feelings towards her because I don't know. I never really connected as an audience viewer to Chi Chi Devane at all. Or Kenny Davenport, who she looks like the love child of both of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I thought, eh, she's got a good personality and I feel like she's willing to work for everything, yeah. but I don't know. I don't think she'll do as well as Chi Chi did. No, I think um, it, seeing her and watching her on the show so far, I've kind of been to the point where I'm like, you, you're you charming. Mm-hmm. I don't think as charming as Chi-Chi. But I, I, I like her. I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about her. Honestly. No. You know, she's just kind of there for me. And where she's a little unpolished in certain things, 
Like when she came out in her Pinocchio outfit. I thought that was cute. It was, but I felt like the nose should have... It, you could see that it was like a, a fake nose. Like there was no attaching it. Right. Like there, there were some little things that were just slightly unfinished that I hope with this exposure and hopefully once this pandemic um, isn't a factor, they will, uh, that she'll be able to get some, uh, some more money and be able to like really hone her craft much more than she, uh, than she has so far. Right. Next up from New York city, Jackie Cox, our first Persian queen. I really like Jackie a lot. Like she's, because you Probably. just see her and you expect her to do postmodern jukebox songs because she's like a throwback to a, a, a bygone <laughs> era. And that's I, not a bad thing. Honestly, I, I think that's I quite mean, endearing to about her. I mean, her. I like the fact that she's so period PC. Yeah. Um, um, no, but I just, her whole attitude, it just feels happy freewheeling. But a little more, like, she seems willing to go there, but not always exist living in that crazy space kind of like Thorgy Thor like she'll go she'll she's willing to act yeah but she's not constantly there yeah I I, I think she's cute I definitely like the aesthetic um I, I think that she's really kind of put together well I love that she came in with uh her name written written in was a Farsi yeah um the very uh musketeer look yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, i love when we can really see very positive depictions of um of groups that are very maligned for absolutely no reason and for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. so to have that kind of representation on there is definitely um is definitely great and she's been doing you know i i think she has done well in my eyes, as far as what her looks have been, putting all that together. So I appreciate her. Next up from Milwaukee, Jada Essence Hall. What's your thoughts on Jada? She's performing well in the competition. What are your thoughts on Jada? (laughs) I... She... I... Um... I don't particularly mesh with her aesthetic. Okay. And to me, she seems a little all about herself. She does think her shit don't stink. And luckily so far in the show, she's she's been been able able to back back it up. up. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do wish she were a little bit more um, palatable. Mm-hmm. In 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 the sense, like just that, I I wish she was maybe not as cocky or coming across as cocky, right? Because in the in her first episode, like when they were doing all the choreography stuff, yeah, just the way she was talking back and shooting down every idea, but not wanting to really give any suggestions, yeah, and just ugh, yeah, just kind of put me off to her, and she really hasn't done anything to bring it back in my eyes but i mean she's performing very well like all her looks are really well done yeah i mean although i didn't totally care for her entrance outfit Mm -hmm. um she likes to wrap up her hair a lot Mm -hmm. but that 
could just be one of her signatures. That is possible. We'll see. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Next up is Simply Jen from New York City. I love her. I love everything she's done. <laughs> um, she's pretty much my top queen right now. Jan, before the show started, one of the things that really... First off, she's Alexis Michelle's daughter. Oh, really? Which is... Uh, I mean, come on. She's a Broadway girl. Of course she is. <laughs> um, I think she's very well put together, but I think the thing that made me... So I had found out about her through Race Chaser because they were talking about contouring titties. Oh, okay. And Willem brought up, um, brought her name up because there is a photo where she did a thing was like a denim swimsuit, and because when you contour your titties, your titties don't move with an outfit. Right. The way the outfit sat for the photo, it looked off. Like the the swimsuit wasn't where it should have okay. sat. Yeah. So I looked her like I looked her up, and that was the first time I'd heard of Jansport, and I was like, "Fuck, I love this name." <laughs> um. Uh, on Twitter, I think I ended up following her on Twitter, and she started this thing called Jan's Jukebox. I haven't really watched any of those. Oh my god, so good! So before it was after um, the announcement, but before the the show started airing, mm-hmm. and the first one she had done was Dua Lipa, uh, "Don't Start Now," and she. Recreate. She sings the song, mm-hmm. a portion of the song. It's usually only like a minute or two. It's not a. It's not the full song, um, but she also recreates the video. Okay. And it was so well done. I was like, "Bitch, this is right. This is done right." And she sounded great. And Darcel's been doing that song so many times recently that it's become like an earworm for me. And <laughs> just to see it done, I was like, "Okay, I like this bitch." And I that's continued through the show. So yeah, I, I, I'm with you that she's definitely uh, one of my faves right now. Next up is Nikki Doll, named after Nicki Minaj, even though they're spelled differently. 
Sure, sure, Jan. Sport, <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> uh, a, another New York City queen by way of Paris. Um, she's okay. I mean, I think, I think she just needs to talk more French. Really, it's kind of <laughs> like what, what the judges were saying um, after the improv challenge when she was using the whole language barrier as her reasoning why she didn't uh, do much. Um, and they're just like, just talk French. Just talk at us in French. Uh, we'll just think it's funny. Yeah. And um, and it seems like in the workroom, like especially in this most recent episode, like she's willing to be goofy with the girls and everything. So I don't... Hopefully there's going to be a storyline with her where she just opens up and lets more of that out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Nikki Doll. I... Her looks are great. She's very pretty in drag. Mm-hmm. I just haven't connected with Nikki very much um, at all. So let's double back for a second. <laughs> I, I'm looking at this list. I was like, the one. And uh, we didn't talk about Dahlia Sin. Eh. Yeah, she she's from the house of Aja. I'm like, just give us Aja. <laughs> um, I didn't care for her fashion. I didn't care necessarily for her attitude much yeah she 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 just kind of man she didn't have the worst she didn't like leave the worst impression on me but she definitely didn't really make an impression on me at all i'd take jada essence hall over dahlia sin any day yeah me too between the two of them uh so next up in alphabetical order is rock m sakura i love her or rock m sakura she was fantastic. She she just she just wasn't strong enough. <laughs> uh, I think emotionally for the show. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you're crying in in the first episode, that's usually a sign of yeah. You don't have a, a long time left on this, but because it would only get harder and worse <laughs> the longer that they were, um, you know, sequestered away. But I did appreciate her costumes apart from the ball extravaganza yeah uh i thought she painted very well i in her traditional rock'em sakura way and when she lightened it up for the ball as well like exactly she's extremely talented as Mm -hmm. a as a makeup artist um i thought um talent wise i thought she was cool I definitely don't think that she was ready for the show. No, um, which is sad. But, but maybe in an All Stars. Yeah, I know? think I think she could come back strong for an All Stars. Yeah, uh, maybe not the next one, but no. maybe the one after that. Well, the next one's already filmed. Well, but you know <laughs> what I mean, like not for six, but maybe for seven. Yeah, yeah, uh-uh. like a like um, like Shangela, like she needed more time to really be out in the world and. Whatnot. So when Shangela came back for three versus mm-hmm. being back for the uh, the first All Stars, right? So I think that uh, I think that she I think she'll do well for herself out in the world. And, and she's gotten a very positive response across all social media. Yeah. So I mean, I think everyone loves her, and the fact that in her confessional outfit, when they showed a full picture of her, she's in fishnet stockings ah! as her, her bottom half. Come on, Rock. Uh, so the next up is uh, one of the queens that has made this season a very uh, 
interesting season, and that is Sherry Pie from New York City. Do you have any comments? We're going to address the the big issue um, after we talk ab- after we do a brief rundown of these first four episodes. But what were your first thoughts on Sherry Pie before she premiered on the show? Mm-hmm. We had all of these other things, so. Mm-hmm. I legit based, just want your just from the, Meet the Queens meet the and queens the the cast and, reveal and the cast reveal. I was excited to see her. I Same. Thought, I thought uh, I like the whole um, show tunes, music theater, camp vibe, um, and I thought she was gonna be not necessarily the next Nina, but you know, in, in kind of that. That same kooky fashion lane, and I was excited to see that. And me too. I think when I, I think after the cast reveal, I think I posted that. Uh, that the the queens I was looking forward to seeing were Britta, Jan, and Sherry Pie. Mm-hmm. And I look back and that and that tweet did not age well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then especially after I saw her out of drag on the show, and I was like, "Oh dear God, it's Mimi. I'm first, which then means it looks like uh, my ex's ex. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 2020 what are you doing to me <laughs> uh and then finally widow von du who is a doll in person i would just say that i did get to work with her i mean i like what she's doing on the show um i think she deserved the win she got in the first episode um but i mean the past couple episodes she's kind of just been fading a little bit into the middle of the pack yeah um. So we'll see. I mean, I think I think she'll. I don't think she's gonna completely fade away. I think she'll gonna be strong for a while. Yeah. But I liked her from her entrance. I liked her in the first episode, and at that point, uh, was around the time that I worked with her. So kind of my my vision on her is a little bit skewed, just because mm-hmm. uh, working with her and dealing with her in person was uh definitely an experience. And she was very cool uh to work with. So. I, I enjoy her. All right, let's do a quick rundown of uh, these episodes. They went to a season six slash seven style premiere. They did two big openings. So we had our first seven queens come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and in season seven fashion, they did the spring and fall runways. Yes. Um, which, I really, uh, which I really liked them breaking it into the two episodes. So that way, all of the queens get a chance to come out show what they're about and they get a little feedback from the judges yeah everybody gets to talk to the judges absolutely so that way they kind of get a baseline okay they kind of like what i'm doing they kind of don't like what i'm doing i kind of make a little bit of um changes or not but um i really like that format yeah and Nicki Minaj was the guest judge on the first episode, and they did as their maxi challenge. They wrote, recorded, and choreographed uh, to the uh, new hot track, I'm That Bitch. Uh, I think overall, pretty good. Nothing too... Yeah, I thought Nicki was a really good guest judge. Yeah, she they she she obviously had a lot of good things to say because that is i think the most i've ever seen a guest judge like have airtime right and give commentary during an episode mm-hmm. um so this is when they first find out so is Gigi good and widow von du mm-hmm. as your top 2 
um they thought and widow had even said this she's like when they did it they had no idea what was happening and when they whittled it down and it was just the two of them she was like how the fuck did i end up in the bottom two yeah because yeah you you may have thought oh well they they told me all good things and i'm probably the winner and then you don't i mean i'm sure in that moment you're not paying attention to Oh, they haven't declared a winner yet. Oh, no, I'm sure that they did. I think she had said that. She was like, oh. it was all kind of weird because they hadn't. And then it was just the two of them. They're like, how do we, what's going on? Yeah. And then they had said that, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to have one, you know, you two at the top. We're going to have one winner. Yeah. And they did an all-stars format. So it was a six, seven, all-stars, two format for yes. this. <laughs> and um, Widow Von Du took home a cash tip of $5,000. Which I thought that was a really good lip sync. Um, yes. I was really surprised by... Gigi Good's performance. Yeah. And um I thought she did really well. And but the thing about it was Widow probably would have won almost just my point is she didn't need to try so hard. Yeah. She didn't need to do every trick she can possibly do to win that very first lip sync. Well, I mean, it was like Trinity versus uh uh Charlie Hydes when Charlie was just standing there and Trinity's like doing backflips and whatnot it's like i don't know i think widow, i think widow still had to work for it because no I think, no, no i, I think know Gigi but but did yeah you widow. didn't have to pull out all the tricks for it yeah. where like trinity was doing all these like crazy things and charlie was just standing there so she could have literally just done a couple of twirls and it would have been a better performance yeah uh episode two was very similar mm-hmm. they their mini challenge was the fall and spring fashions uh and then they did a fossey-esque cell block tango inspired uh diddy called you don't know me i thought it was okay yeah it wasn't as strong as no i felt bad for for them getting that version like that song versus getting the uh i'm that bitch although i did love jan's uh portion of it (laughs) everything jan does though uh (laughs) you had robin and tandy newton as your guest judges Mm -hmm. i would have been so psyched for robin to be there oh my god um you had Sherry Pie and Jada Essence Hall as your top two, same format. Mm-hmm. And Jada took the win with her five thousand dollar cash tip. Yep. And then at the end they had the the girls met up <laughs> for the first time. And I was the like, Come drama. on. Y'all did this in season six. We knew that it wasn't gonna be like a yeah. fight. I mean, come on, for real. Uh episode three was the first one with all of the queens together. And the first episode where they edited Sherry Pie out of most of it. <laughs> no more confessionals for Sherry Pie. And very little screen time at yeah. all. Um, so their mini challenge mm-hmm. borrowed from Drag Race UK. Mm-hmm. And they had the winner from each of the first two episodes rank the opposite team from who they thought was their biggest competition to their least competition. Mm-hmm. Those people became the... Uh, the tops and the bottoms all became team captains, mm-hmm. and they had to perform a what we'll call an improv challenge because a lot of it was scripted. Improv question mark. There were improv <laughs> portions, but it, to a show called The World's Worst, basically uh, an American Idol. America has got no talent. Exactly. Um, I am still not sure how the Del Rio triplets did not end up in the top i thought their skit was the absolute best out of yes. all of them uh i mean two out of the three 
did make it to the top. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, Jackie and... Um, Heidi? Heidi. Okay. We're both in the top for critiques. Okay. Well, then that's good. I, I at least appreciate that. Uh, you had Olivia Munn as your guest judge. Um, and then you had... That was the uh, Buttons and Bows runway. Oh, yes. The Buttons and Bows runway. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Heidi brought out her Pinocchio. Because mm-hmm. she... Uh, she's a real boy now. Yes. Um, Sherry ended up winning. Sherry, yeah. Which, I don't know if I agreed with that. Which, I mean, there must have been unedited footage or edited the origi- footage. Yeah, the original that. cut of that show must have shown shown them in a much I mean, there funnier mu- light. Yeah, there must have been something with their skit that we didn't yeah. see. But I, I didn't understand how that ended up as our, our top, like our, our top person was right. sherry pie at the end of that yeah um sherry ends up winning like you said she gets a five thousand dollar cash tip i want to know where they're getting all this money from now all of a sudden uh there's no sponsors it's all cash and um dahlia sin goes home after a piss poor uh lip sync to ariana and iggy's problem honestly i felt like both nikki and dahlia should have gone home that could have been a double sachet yeah um however VH1 also did a uh, disclaimer at the end, and they said that they made a $5,000 donation to the Trevor Project Mm -hmm. um, because of everything that was going on. Yep. The most recent one, Leslie Jones is the guest judge. Fuck yes. She can guest judge every time. Just just have her there. She doesn't even need to be a judge. Just have her on the side of the stage fucking yelling shit all the time. It'd be great. Uh, So their mini challenge was uh, a beautiful... Uh, the beehive jive. The beehive jive was a bee-inspired twerk off, where they just said cherry pie and then cut away to the next person. <laughs> uh, so Gigi Good won the challenge. Uh, she got a twenty-five hundred dollar cash tip, and so then it was the uh, the ball challenge with twelve people this time. Thirty-six looks. Yes. I mean, I appreciate that they're willing to give the ball to more people to just kind of see more fashion and whatnot. But, and they don't need to wait until the top four or five to do the ball, but they can wait till it's like eight people, you know, cause it's a lot of looks. to It, walk it really on. is. Um, so you had lady baller, mm-hmm. uh, you had basketball wives mm-hmm. and you had balls to the wall. Mm-hmm. Were there any standouts to you? Lady baller, I loved Rockham's tetherball headpiece. Uh huh. I didn't understand how the rest of the outfit kind of tied into tetherball, but whatever. Um, she was the pole. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have loved it more if she had considered it um, a Mexican ball and cup. Oh, true. But that would have been a lot harder to imitate than. A tetherball. I love Jan's looks. I'm still mad that she was only safe. Yeah. I would have cried for her because she was safe. Would have been a lot of emotion <laughs> for safe, but still. Um, I don't remember her soccer ball moment too much, though, for the... Her um, lady baller? Yeah. I, I Honestly, I loved all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Gigi definitely had some great looks. I, yeah, the Hell Heathers-inspired croquet thing. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I, um, I liked Britta's looks. But I don't understand how a pineapple is balls to the wall in any way, shape, or form. Um, 
And I, as much as Rock looked amazing paint-wise, that final look, like, none of her looks were amazing, and that final look was trash. Aiden Zane, though, honestly, I don't understand how Aiden didn't end up in the bottom two. I really feel it should have been Aiden and Britta. It's probably because... They want to keep her around for a little bit and cause some drama? No, I don't think it's that. I think for them, they really liked the League of Their Own look so much. Which is fine. Because I think it was a lot... I think that look was a lot more successful than Britta's first look. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really care for the whole baseball sleeves thing because I'm like, she's trying to... they, They want you more to represent playing the sport than being the ball. Well, I mean, that then goes to rock also, but... Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it, it was... In the fandom, I think it was a very controversial bottom two mm-hmm. because of that, but no matter how you slice it, unfortunately, Rock M. Sakura, or Sakura, if you are being proper about your Japanese pronunciation, um... Ended up losing the lip sync of S&M by Rihanna mm-hmm. and is our most recent uh, queen to go away. So as of right now, who are your top three? Uh, Jan, Jackie Cox, and I probably would put Jada in there because I think she's just performing that well. Yeah. Not that I particularly care for her, but I think she she is doing the work yeah i would have to say that jan is uh one of my favorites um gg and oh yeah gg jackie would probably be my my top three favorites yeah i think jackie jada and gg would probably be more in line with like a top three for yeah. me yeah yeah all right uh we're gonna just briefly touch on this because y'all have heard us yammering on long enough but uh before the first episode with Sherry Pie came out on VH1. Um, there was a very big story where allegations of, um, I guess it's fi- it's categorized under sexual assault. Escandalo. Uh, where Sherry Pie posing as Allison Moisey, a casting director, over the course of uh, a various lengths of time, emailed back and forth with unsuspecting uh aspiring actors mm-hmm. who she then um, had them do a variety of different things, including um, role-playing steroid use. And um, I think actually one guy took steroids for a year that were paid for by the supposed Allison Moisey. Um, and then there was one guy who um, she videotaped masturbating, I believe. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent on the details, um, but because of that, it has caused for Sherry Pie to be eliminated, uh, not eliminated, but disqualified from the the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where that means that she ranks. I don't know if that means she is a top four contestant. Um, or I feel like she made it to the finale because the way that they're phrasing it, where they're saying she will not be performing at the finale. Well, she will not be appearing oh. at the finale, which is supposed to tape this spring all of the queens return for it. Right. Um, Which is a little different than they handled the Willem situation, but the Willem wasn't any sort of law-breaking. No, 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 no. It was just 
yeah. show rule breaking. Exactly. Um, I I am pretty sure she places high. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she makes top four or not, but um, yeah. So we obviously don't condone any of that. And um, if you have had a similar situation, not necessarily with that, but if you have have been a uh, a victim of of anything of that nature, um, you know, come forward and make sure that it is something that you discuss and that you do talk about. I know that it is tough to be uh, the first person to speak out against somebody, but we've seen through many things in the last few years that once you are that first, you basically, essentially you become a domino. And if it's been done to you, then more than likely that person has done to somebody else. So um, speak out, get help. And um, yeah, we're not going to talk much about Sherry Pie on this podcast when we come back and revisit the show in a couple of, uh, a few more episodes, but we wanted to just put that out there for you. So thank you, Eric, for joining me for this episode of Dragons and New Spandex. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.